are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is once again back in business. It's going to be three of us tonight. Nate is actually out sick. We gave him the night off. But before we get started, just want to say thank you to everyone who smashed that subscribe button on YouTube. We have reached 1,000 subscribers. Huge milestone for us for a podcast that I don't consider to be you know, a big podcast. We're not as big as uh, Destination to be Dynasty Nerds, DLF, stuff like that. So uh, kudos to you, our viewers, and kudos to Bob Van Duzer, a.k.a. Bobcat, a.k.a. SEO Speedwagon, for pulling that all together. Uh, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. That gets more eyes on us. That helps us, and in turn, we help you. We are available wherever podcasts are found. And if not, shoot me a DM, and I will try to get us there. Um, but until then, I'm joined tonight by Pork and Chev. So we're going to go ahead and get started. We're going to be talking about – we're going to do start with a player price check, actually. Sorry, I was at the wrong spot on my show sheet. So uh, we're going to say, what are we doing with these guys long term? Why? And what uh, you know? What are we going to pay to acquire these guys? So we are going to kick it off with. Let's see. Let's start with Shep. We're going to start with you. What are you doing with Robert Woods? What's the what's the feeling on him? Oh boys, Robert Woods is a guy that we have loved to acquire the last few seasons. He has just been an underrated guy that has been incredible for fantasy football, and. I am really worried for Robert Woods going into next season. Uh, you get OBJ and then throwing Van Jefferson in there as well. I know Robert has been the guy that has been the uh, wide receiver two there, but I can see a changing of the guard coming very soon. I mean, he's he's getting up there in age as well. I mean, he's probably got a couple more seasons where he's really relevant uh, and it's very helpful in uh, in the Rams organization, but I'm not sure he's going to be putting up the numbers that he used to put up. Um, before he got injured this season. Uh, I really do love him. I think he's a great athlete, but I think his time is just coming to an end. Um, I think it's time to get rid of him uh, and get what you can get. I traded him before he got injured, luckily. Uh, But, I mean, he should still have some value, uh, but it's definitely gone down with the ACL injury. And then you bring in uh, OBJ and Van Jefferson's shown really well as well. So I am going to be passing on good old Robert Woods now all right yeah there's here you're coming from i mean i think i would i would acquire him if the price was right sure depending on the team you know i think he could actually be a guy hear me out he could be a guy that if you can get him cheap enough can be on a rebuild team too Mm -hmm. he's going to get you some points he looks good you can move him for a different prospect later so i think Mm -hmm. it's kind of you know i think we we kind of get stuck in our thinking here like well you have to have young players on a rebuild or bad players on a rebuild you have older win now players on a win now team but it's really it's not the case you know what i mean there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with having a good mix of guys on there so all right chef is 
um, getting rid of Robert Woods because, you know, he's really intimidated and impressed by Van Jefferson, I'm sure. <laughs> he's got the shirt on. So I yeah, also want to say welcome to Adam. First time viewer here. So thank you for checking us out, Adam. I uh, appreciate you. I believe my wife was checking in as well, checking up on me, seeing what I'm doing with the guys. <laughs> um, so let's move on to the next one. We're going to be talking about Travis Etienne. All right. So the world was kind of a buzz by, about Travis Etienne, you know, selected in the first round. A lot of people thought that that was a bad pick. I thought it was a bad pick. I didn't think that Travis Etienne being selected in the first round was a bad pick. What I thought was a bad pick is that he was picked by the Jaguars when they had James Robinson. They had so many other problems. Mm-hmm. Briefly, did anyone here think that did anyone here have any faith in Urban Meyer successfully running an NFL franchise? I, I'm no. surprised he hasn't had no headaches yet, to be honest. So yeah, but I, I just just beating hard and everything. I hated, I hated the hire. I don't like Urban Meyer. I don't think he's a bad coach. I think he's a good college coach. I just think he's a bad mm-hmm. dude, which he's showing that he is. The way he treats people, the way he treats women, the way he treats his family, his players. I don't think he's a good person, but besides that, it was a bad pick. Apparently, he really wanted Kadarius Tony, okay, which is is LaVisca Chenault there who can do everything that Kadarius Tony can and stay healthy, which Kadarius Tony can't. So the pick wasn't great. That being said, I'm anticipating within the next hopefully year, there's a new head coach in Jacksonville. And that new coach is going to see listen, I have Trevor Lawrence, I got Travis Etienne, I have James Robinson got some good wide receivers you know what i mean let's do something with it so i'm all in on travis Etienne. okay if trade deadlines are still open in your leagues or even when they're over he's a guy and i've been preaching this he's on injured reserve those are the guys you look after you look to go after guys on ir guys sitting on taxi squads pluck them off of teams rosters that are win now teams that they're looking for other pieces that's what i go for i believe in the talent i wasn't the biggest Travis Etienne fan because I said he's the next Reggie Bush. Not that that's a bad thing. I just see similarities in their play. Mm-hmm. I'm all in on Travis Etienne. I think you could probably get him. What do you, what do you think we could pay for him? Do you think a second round pick would do it right now? It, it's it's kind of tricky because it's just based off of name and you know where these guys actually draft them in rookie draft and they go and try to recoup what they got because they didn't really get the production that they thought he was going to get this year. Mm-hmm. So I would acquire Travis Etienne, but it has to be the right price. If somebody is trying to like kill me, uh, like a, a high second, I don't think I would pay that. Maybe like really? a, a low second, and, okay. and maybe like a like a low player, just depending on what my team is looking like. Um, I would try to acquire him because it's, it's just you know coming back from ACL, um, and we don't know what the coaching staff is going to be next year. We don't know if it's going to be uh, Urban Meyer or Joe Schmo or who else is going to be there. So the offense is kind of, you know, kind of jacked up. All right. And I, I do believe in James Robinson, but it, the way they said they wanted Kadarius Tony makes it seem like they want to make him a receiver. I kind of like that, but we just have to, I guess, wait and see for that. All right, let's do this. So in, in super flex leagues, figure running backs go end of the first round, mm. second round, third round. Would you rather have just one word answer? And I'll give you Travis Etienne or Isaiah Spiller. Chef, I would go with Spiller. Pork, I think I'm going Spiller as well. Okay, uh, Travis Etienne or Jerome Ford. Etienne, <laughs> it's, that's pulling at my heartstrings because you know I like Jerome Ford. <laughs> so do I. Uh, that's the thing. 
I, mm, I don't know. I, I'm kind of mixed on that one. I'll probably go ATN just yeah, off I'm of sure. his uh, pure, uh, pure uh, athleticism. I'd stay ETN as well. How about uh, Travis Etienne or Zach Charbonnet? Uh, Charbonnet, is, would, Charbonnet is good. He's just high. He, I don't he's know. Good. Yeah. He's more I, of a plotter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would go with ETN. I, I still okay. believe in him. Mm. I think ETN, ETN, if they use him like in a Percy Harvin role or something like that, to get some PPR upside. Yeah. I think if I think Urban ETN, is still there. I think ETN's going to give you more points on less touches than a guy like Zach Charbonnet will. Um, oh. right, one, one more. Kyron Williams or Travis ETN? Pork. Uh, ETN. Yeah. I'm going ETN as well. Yeah. Same as well. Yeah, I, I think Kyron Williams' career backup, to be honest with you. So, by the He's way, we get player. Yeah, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. By the way, we have something big coming up in the works. I just want to let you know that. Also, mm-hmm. Unrelated note, this 2022 class is not going to be as bad as you think it is. You know, just looking at some players, it's going to be really, really good on wide receiver. Okay? It's going to be really freaking good at wide receiver. Like, George Pickens, David Bell, Traylon Burks. I mean, we're going to have some fantastic names at wide receiver. So, everybody can relax. Don't sell all your picks just yet. Matter (laughs) of fact, if you can get some 2022 picks... Now might be the time. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last one, uh, I don't know why, Pork, there's a thumbs down next to your name. but Yeah, Chris you did Carson, that, you bum. What are we doing <laughs> with Chris Carson, Phil? Phil uh, Chris Carson is a struggle for me. Um, he's a little bit older. The only problem is uh, his availability. And, you know, your best ability is availability. And then every year um, that he's been a starter, he's missed games. <clears throat> so it's kind of hard to sell him now. I know, right? That's crazy. <laughs> but every you, year, you every year he's missed games. Now, if it's Rashad, yeah, that, I know, bro. First, I'm not even bringing that up. You over here trying to bring negativity to the pot. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. We talk about that afterwards. No, you know what? Hey, listen, Michelle finally is getting her time with the Rashad Penny breaking out. So I'm gonna let. I'm just gonna let her have it. You know what I mean? She's happy. Let her be happy. But yeah. go ahead. Sorry, Port. Go ahead. <laughs> no, Chris Carson is, is just. He's a good player when he's on the field. There's no doubts about that. Uh, had terrible draft capital, but that doesn't mean anything with Seattle. Only yeah. problem is, is that health-wise, he just likes to run through the walls. He has no el- elusiveness. He just runs the ball, and he just tries to plow through you. And that, that's going to become an issue. All these injuries are starting to pile up. And I don't think I would suggest for people to draft him high in your leagues. Like, now, if this comes a value later, later in drafts um, to take him, sure. But – at this point, they're going to have to draft a running back because you yeah. can't trust him. Uh, he does have PPR upside from time to time, and like I said, he he has a good clip for yards per carry. But again, if if you have to constantly have a backup plan for this guy on your team, I just I wouldn't want no parts for him. So I would try to sell him um, as soon as possible if you can to to a person that really likes him. Yeah. Neck injuries. Yeah. Are not one to play with either. I mean, we saw Cam mm-hmm. Chancellor, I believe he had a neck injury and he yeah, that never messed came him up. back. Peyton Manning yeah. got a neck injury and definitely didn't look the he same. Had to go overseas. Yeah. So I mean, neck injuries are not nothing to play with. And it's not his first injury, like you said, Porkman. So mm-hmm. a little scary, definitely. I'm not sure what you can get for Chris Carson, but yeah, he's definitely somebody that maybe you're trying to ship out. Yeah. You know. We're talking about this upcoming class, too, of wide receivers. I think it's going to be a good class for running backs, too. And 
the reason I say that is the overall talent might not be there as other classes that we've seen 2020, the 2023 mm-hmm. classes supposed to be exceptional. But I'm talking about the landing spots that are available where some of these might some of these guys might get forced in to a starting role sooner rather. Look at Seattle. Who do they have there that, that inspires confidence? They have Chris Carson, always hurt. Alex Collins, he's a guy. DJ Dallas. DJ Dallas is Travis there. Homer. Travis Homer, DJ Dallas is a good piece, but I don't think he's a guy to carry the workload. Buffalo mm-hmm. needs a running back. Miami, Atlanta, mm-hmm. Houston. You know what I mean? There are there are significant openings in these markets for running backs. So Arizona could even draft a running back. I was going to say Arizona. I know mm-hmm. that James Connors look good, but realistically they could decide to move on because his injury history could scare them off. Mm-hmm. You never know. So there's there's a lot of places out there where it's things to pay attention to. Undrafted free agents could be big too. We're going to do a show on that. So just something to think about. <laughs> Those are fun. I agree. I agree. So uh, that was our player price check. Um, obviously, uh, you know, Nate was not here. I don't know he who he would have picked. Probably J.K. Dobbins. And I'm just going to go ahead and say Nate would tell you to buy all the J.K. Dobbins that you can. It's I true. I'm all behind that. Yeah, Look I'm at Freeman. Freeman has like 50% carries and he's like RB17. You, you tell me J.K. Dobbins can't be top 15 when he comes back? Ooh, and Devonta so might be top 10, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Devonta Freeman played, I think it was last year with the Giants. Yeah, and he still looked terrible. But then again, I mean, okay, I think we can move on after that statement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can tell you one thing. The New York Giants do like DFS, and so do you. Do you wish you could redraft each week within the season? If so, it's time to check out Underdog Fantasy. While the best ball platform season-long drafts are closed, there's still weekly drafts and pick for every game. Not in Pennsylvania, though. <clears throat> Come on, Harrisburg. <clears throat> Support the Dynasty Rewind team and join us on Underdog Fantasy by using promo code REWIND, all one word, all caps, when you make your first deposit, and you will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Deposit a hundo, get a hundo more to play with. Boom, link is in the description. We'll see you there. By the way, Boom is on the paper. I did not put that there. I believe that was Bob. So um, there will be no Debbie Player of the Week, but I'll just do that for a little bit. (laughs) You're a Debbie guy, Mike. You don't got a guy? I mean, I'll tell you what. I was looking at some film. Um, Nate had talked about him before. I was looking at some film on Jalen Tolbert, and Uh I like him. I need to do a little bit more on him. Mm-hmm. But I can't honestly say that in a, there's a situation where I'm going to be starting Jalen Tolbert on my fantasy team. Even if he's on yeah. my taxi squad and I need a flex play, I might be looking at the waiver wire at somebody else. Like that's a time where you have to think, do I want to start Jalen Tolbert or Jalen Guyton or Zach Pascal, a guy like that. You know what I mean? So um, he's big, he's quick. I don't see a lot of separation. I want, to, like I said, I want to watch more. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a guy that I know Nate talked about. So he's got a lot going against him too. He plays in the Sun Belt, which I feel like is a knock on these guys for draft capital. Um, I think he's 24, 23, 24, so he's older. Oh my guy. If if you're 23, 24 and you're playing in the Sun Belt and you're not separating, um, that's an but issue. Yet, but yet you have breakaway speed. I think NFL teams are not going to know what to do with you, and they're just going to say, we're going to let somebody else figure you out, and we're going to draft this guy that can help us right now and in five years as well. 
Yeah, so what that sounds uh, to me, what that sounds to me is just technique. Yeah. I mean, if if he has that breakaway speed, you can, you know, you can kind of teach that in a way. Mm-hmm. You, you just gotta get the right wide receiver coach and uh get in there and, and ball out. And I can tell you one thing, South Alabama or wherever he plays for it, that man, some of these offenses are just so bad to watch. <laughs> like some of these teams, they get down. And it's like that nobody can push the ball down the field. Like everything is a five, six, seven yard route. That's the talent, bud. Freaking we get, we get we get used to the power five conferences. We see people chucking the ball down the field all game. Yeah. Bryce yeah. Young's so in the other world. That's my thoughts on um Jalen Tolbert, wide receiver for South Alabama. Sean didn't even have a graphic ready. He didn't know I was coming with that heat. Oh, <laughs> shaking his head. Heavy heat. Poor Sean. Sean, I appreciate everything you do, man. <laughs> really. See you, Sean. Um, all right. So our next segment is going to be Dynasty Stash or Pass. People seem to like these. Um, I like Stash or Pass, too, because it kind of makes you think, mm-hmm. what are we going to do with these guys? So, mm-hmm. Phil, we're going to go ahead and start with you. Who is your dynasty stash? Tell us why. And then Chev and I are going to figure out what we're going to do. And then after this, we're going to do a lightning round. And I got some good lightning round candidates for this week, too. I'm pretty excited about it. So, um, Pork, you go first. And here we go. I'm going to just rearrange us a little bit here. Let's go like uh, that. Did it move me? It didn't. Sean, I did something. <laughs> well, I'll start talking yeah. while you figure it yeah, out. Just, just go ahead. It's it's not working out for me. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So I, I try to go a little bit deeper, so it's not you know not getting the obvious guys, um, like I've getting before, or some of us again before as well. But um, I'm gonna go with the wide receiver Tyler Johnson from the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, like uh, you know we haven't seen too much of you know of him producing in the league right now. But you do see like a couple flashes per game. He makes a couple good ca- passes uh, down the middle of the field, and for some reason, he's good at inducing uh, DPIs. For some reason, so I guess Tom Brady likes to throw to him on third down to get those, you know, get those free first downs. But uh, I believe next year, Chris Godwin, his contract is up, and well, Mike I don't Evans know how they're going to be able to afford him, right? Yeah, what was that? What you I think Mike Evans as well. I'm going to check right now. Okay. Yeah. But I, I know Chris Godwin for sure. This is his last year as they franchised mm-hmm. him. And uh, it's going to be tough for him to sign him back because, he, you know, he's producing. He's actually looked really well the last game. And I'm not sure if they're going to be able to afford him. They got Brady. They got the defensive players that they have on their team. And they, he, they might just have to let him go. So Tyler Johnson can fit right into that spot. He can um, play in the slot. He's a really good route runner uh, in the middle of the field. Was we saw that when we scouted him uh, coming out of Minnesota. I know his uh, draft capital was a little bit low, but I think that was based off of um, character issues, as they say. I really don't know what happened, but for we him to fall down to that low to him for this stuff, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is their personal business. I kind of understand it. We just, you know, we're fantasy players, so we want to know what the hell's going on. We're just curious. Yeah, but People are curious. Oh, by the way, <laughs> it does uh, make you curious. Mike Evans is signed through, uh, he was a free agent in 2024. However, I just want to let you know that his cap hit in 2020, 2022 would be 20.6 million, and 2023 is 19.6 million. All right. Uh, that is. And that's why that's I'm getting at. I don't get how they're going to be able to keep him with Brady on, he's not a rookie deal. 
unless Brady takes one of those pay cuts again for them to resign him because you know he 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 does that from time to time. Mm-hmm. So if they're not able to keep him, I would pick up Tyler Johnson. You can get him really, really cheap right now, uh, just based off of somebody looking at stats. And you get him for maybe like a late third or even a fourth. Or if there's a league, I would throw a fifth out there and see what happens and see if somebody goes for it during the draft. Like, hey, let me get Tyler Johnson for this fifth if it's a guy that you really like. And you can, you know, kind of swindle swindle through there and see what happens before um, – what is that called? Before they, before they sign, before free agency starts. So yeah, that's that's my guy, and I, I think he can produce really well with Tom Brady. They have a little bit of rapport, um, and I, I like that. Tom Brady's not going anywhere; he's going to be playing for the next ten years, probably. Yeah. I'll start with this one, Chev. I one I will one hundred percent agree with the stash on this. Mm-hmm. You know, the possibility is real that Chris Godwin does not come back. I f- I feel like it's likely. I think he's going to want to take his payday, and he, you already got a Super Bowl ring. Go get your money. Completely agree. Jalen Darden, as much as we liked him, kind of a guy who's a Scotty Miller. Was yeah, there. Cyril Grayson. He's, he's, yeah. These guys are just guys. Helen Johnson put up some pretty damn good numbers at the University of Minnesota. Um, I do mm-hmm. think Rashad Bateman has an opportunity to be better in the real NFL. I do think Tyler Johnson has a chance to be a better fantasy producer. I mean, there's always the possibility that Chris Godwin resigns and gets hurt. Antonio Brown could resign. Gets hurt is also bad shit crazy. So you never know what's going to happen with Antonio mm-hmm. Brown. Yes. I love the Tyler Johnson stash. Love it, love it, love it. I was thinking about him, but you put him on the show sheet before I had a chance. So um, <laughs> good call on that one. Chef, or, Chef, Chef kind of took my guy to be transparent was, with you. He was my next guy, too. I was like, oh, well, poor guy. Get this guy. I scrolled down. I was like, all right, Chef got me. Shame on me. But, Chev, you going to stash or pass Tyler Johnson? Yeah, I'm going to stash Tyler Johnson. I mean, if you could be in an offense with Tom Brady, one of the best quarterbacks ever to play the game, I would want that guy. I mean, he's he's still producing fantasy points even when he's not starting or playing huge minutes, right? He's still getting those, like, like Pork said, the defensive pass interferences. He's still making plays out there even though he's not a main guy. Um, I, I'm definitely stashing him and – and hoping Godwin moves on. I think God I God was one of my bold takes this year. I think he came back to wide receiver one, and I think he was gonna be the wide receiver one on Tampa Bay. And it's mm-hmm. it's definitely really close. So um he's gonna get paid. hundred percent he's gonna get paid, and I'm not sure Tampa Bay can afford him. Yeah, I agree. All right. So we don't know who Nate's uh stash was going to be, so we're gonna pass on that one for right now. So Chev. What is your dynasty stash? And then we'll see whether or not we are going to stash him or not. Yeah, so this guy has been talked about a good amount on this podcast, I feel like. Or at least I've I've seen old Matty Big Chess talking about him 24-7 during the draft. Uh, his name is Nico Collins. Nico Collins is in an offense that is abysmal right now. It is absolutely terrible. You don't really know what you're going to get out of it. Davis Mills. Uh, he's th- he's slinging the ball around, but I don't believe he's going to be the quarterback next year. I don't even know what this team's ideas are going forward. You have a quarterback that you're paying $40 million right now. Has he even stepped on the practice field? Congratulations. That's great. What do you, what are you guys trying to accomplish here? Next season, there's two wide receivers, coming back. Nico Collins and Brandon Cooks. 
Brandon Cooks is a smaller guy. He's a speedier guy that's going to be playing the inside probably more often. He'll definitely play some outside. But Nico Collins is that big body wide receiver that can play on the outside and make big uh, contested catches for you. And this isn't going to be a landing spot for wide receivers. Chris Godwin's not going to play with the Texans. Nobody's (laughs) going to want to go play there. Right, Antonio Brown's not we'll going to Houston. Antonio Brown <laughs> wishes he was back with the Bills. Sometimes I feel like uh, so. Wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe he got out of that. But Nico Collins is a guy that I really do like. I think he's very athletic for his size, and I think he can do some damage next season. Especially, there's not much talent around there to take uh, spots from him. I mean, this season he really hasn't done too much. But this last game, he got ten receptions for five. Or sorry, ten. Uh, pass opportunities Sorry. and five receptions. So, I mean, the sky is, is there. He can definitely get playing time next season. We've seen it with Amon Ross St. Brown. That offense has nobody there. Yeah. He stepped up, and he's he has a, a good chunk of the offense, right? I think Nico mm-hmm. Collins could possibly step into that next season, especially with the landing spot just not being a great spot for wide receivers uh, that are free agents. Yeah, I agree. And one of the the selling points that I would or buying points that I would try to get is say to someone like, listen, man, Houston is in shambles. I'll give you this for him, or I'm gonna wait till you drop him mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you need a guy during a week. You know, that's something I would say. Yeah, I'm all in on Nico. Chev, you hit the nail on the head for everything. Mm-hmm. Um I did see a report that said that there's a possibility Davis Mills is the quarterback of the Texans next year. And you know what? If that happens, then that's fine. He already has a rapport with Nico. Uh, Pork, what are your thoughts? Stash or pass? Uh, that's a stash for me. Uh, I was, <clears throat> I like Nico Collins. It seemed like I was forced to like Nico Collins. To be honest with you, after <laughs> listening to Maddie, but yeah, <laughs> after watching it. some film, I kind I kind of saw what he saw. But even like, oh, so prime example, this last game, like you said, was a five reception, sixty nine yards, and a touchdown. He he looks good out there. He looks like he he fits the bill. And if he starts to build a rapport with Davis Mills for at least one more year, um, so I was actually talking to Maddie today. He said. They probably will uh, skip a quarterback uh, for this year and go either defense or get another uh, get another offensive weapon and then wait for next year. Because if they're but again, they can get Bryce Young or any mm-hmm. other uh, quarterback out of that class, which kind of makes sense, especially if you don't believe in any of the quarterbacks coming out this year, like the Purdy's of the world or the uh, anybody else that's out there that <clears throat> they can probably get later. But yeah, that's a big stash for me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, uh, so last one, and it is my turn, and this is our boy. We named an episode after him. My guy, best blocking wide receiver on the planet, and that is Quintez Cephas, currently on the injured reserve for the Detroit Lions. Put him up there, Sean. There he is, Quintez Cephas. love this guy. First game I think he ever played in the NFL, he had 10 targets. Then he didn't see the field for another, field for another like six weeks. Thank you, Matt Patricia. I don't know what Matt Patricia's up to. Who cares? Look, we know what Quintez can do. The Detroit Lions, they got issues, man. They have a fantastic running back, all-pro tight end, a no-pro quarterback. They need no help pro. a wide receiver. Yeah, he's not all-pro. He's no-pro. Uh, they got Amon Ross St. Brown. Then they have Khalif Raymond. They got, and Quintez is on IR. You know what I mean? Like, the the Detroit Lions wide receiving core is so bad, yet Sage Surratt still can't get on the field. That's the one that grinds my gears. Sage Surratt stinks. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you talk about Sage Surratt? Like that? But in all fairness, 
at this point, what would it hurt to give the guys some reps, right? See what you got. He's on the practice squad. Just throw him out there. You're not going to the playoffs. Just get him mm-hmm. out there. I like Quintez. He could be a PPR guy. I'm not going to say he's going to be all pro. What I'm going to say is he could be startable at times for you. Third wide receiver, flex play, bye week fill-in, whatever. Um, Chev, I don't know where Pork went. You're going to stash your pass, my boy Quintez. There he is. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stash him. Um, I think there's opportunity for him there. And the reason I'm stashing him, too, is you could give a fifth round or some fab dollars to get him. You're probably picking him up off your our waiver wire as well. I mean, just depending on what league you're in. So, yeah, I'm definitely trying to grab Quintus Cephas before the season ends and just hold him on my roster until you have to drop some players. Phil? <laughs> I'm going Quintessi. That's my wife trying to mess with the heat. Um, I'll tell oh, her. Whoa, 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 hold on. The whoa, meat? Whoa. Did you say meat? The heat. The heat. Uh, not the meat. <laughs> you keep your thermostat if it, if it was the meat, I'll be I'll be logged off right now. What, what do you keep your thermostat at? <laughs> I keep it at sixty nine. Okay, All right, that that's okay. All right, what is she? Is yeah, she no, trying to turn good. it up or down? Yeah, turn it up. I'll do it later. Why? Put on a sweatshirt, <laughs> Monica. It is December. Okay, you're not supposed to be said, comfortable said, in your house in December. December. <laughs> I don't pay your bills, but anyway, Pork, go ahead. You're gonna stash Quintez. Uh, I'm gonna stash Quintez. We all know we liked him. Um, I didn't like him in the beginning. He looked kind of slow. Um, but it looks like he was really good at uh, 50-50 balls when he threw the ball down the field. And uh, I actually kind of like that a lot. And uh, if he's able to carve out a role there with Amara St. Brown, they can get a. a a prototypical slot receiver, which I don't think they kind of might have with Khalif Raymond. He kind of flashed for a couple games. He's but uh, I kind of yeah, – he's a small guy, small, quick guy. He can get in and out of his breaks. Um, Cephas can play on the outside and do something. But honestly, it can get to a point where maybe they may draft somebody um, that, you know, has better talent level than Quintez Cephas. But for right now, from what I saw, I was stashing for, for, the, uh, for the plays that I saw him make this year. All right, so look at that. We are three for three on everybody. We all agreed mm-hmm. to stash everyone. This is unprecedented. So that has been a dynasty stash or pass. But I think I forgot about the lightning round. I did not forget about the lightning round. So let me get out. Third. Here. All right, so same thing as last time. I'm going to name a prospect. You get 30 seconds to tell me why Dang. you're going to stash or pass this guy. So, Chev, I'm going to start with you. Stash or pass... Denzel Mims and go. I think I'm going to stash a little bit longer. I'm going to give him a one more shot to prove himself. Um, he's a, he's definitely on the fringe of definitely getting let go for me in my uh, my rookie or my rookie players that I want to keep or save. So uh, I'm definitely passing on. I'm stashing him for just a little bit longer just to see maybe he can do something while Elijah Moore is hurt. Okay. All right. And Phil, stash your pass. Denzel Mims, go. Yeah, I'm passing on Denzel Mims. It's, it's just it's too much. I can't. I, he, he broke my heart. He was my wide receiver, too, of that class that year. And it was just him. And for him not to produce, saw some drops. And uh, he got Zach Wilson. He got a five-year-old throwing the ball. So I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass on that one. Uh, Zach Wilson is of legal drinking age. I will like to, I will stash Denzel Mims a little, little, little bit longer. 
if I don't see anything within like the first quarter of next season, he gone. Um, next one, Brian Edwards. Phil, we'll start with you on this one. Stash your pass, Brian Edwards. Go. I'll stash Brian Edwards. I don't want to, but seeing that it's just it's not a lot of people there to uh, throw the ball in Oakland. He has to eventually break out. So I believe this is his third. This is the third year um, coming up next year. So I, he has the talent level. He has the height. He has the prototypical size for the X, X receiver. So I, I'll stash him for right now. I give him like a year, one more year. All right. And Chev, stash or pass? Brian Edwards, go. I'm going to pass on Brian Edwards. Hunter oh. Renfro has shown me oh. enough to know Brian Edwards is not coming out. Hunter Renfro is taking over that wide receiver core. And Brian Edwards has the opportunities. I mean, he's had the opportunity for, what, this is his second season? He mm-hmm. just hasn't done anything. Hunter Renfro comes into the game. He's been a baller. I'm, I'm sticking with Hunter Renfro. I don't think Edwards is going to get to that level. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass on him. All right. Well, there we go. We're split on that one. Uh, next one, Cornell Powell guy that i liked a lot uh doesn't even have him in a game uniform there he's in a practice jersey chef you're gonna stash your pass cornell pal go i'm not gonna lie i was at the cardinals game last night and there was a guy named powell that was on the rams i just figured they picked him up off the practice squad it wasn't him <laughs> so i would have passed on cornell pal i had a lot of hope for him this offseason that maybe he could fit into that offense and if you can get into an offense with patrick mahomes that'd be huge He's he. You're not that guy. Right. You're not that guy. Phil, dash a pass. Cornell Powell, go. I'm passing for two reasons. One reason Mike likes him. Second reason you can't. Sean couldn't find a jersey with him in a regular jersey <laughs> on. This is outrageous. And, and but to be honest with you, be truthful. Um, Kansas City offense it consists of the running back that's there, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. That's it. We that's every year we've seen. It's the same pattern. So I don't see nothing changing until they both they all retire. So I'm going to pass. All right. Well, I'm going to stash because I refuse to admit when I was wrong about something. <laughs> uh, also, I have him in so many leagues on taxes. Yes, you do. Odds that I'm just going to leave him there. So I'm stashing him. You know, I do think the talent's there. I thought the landing spot was good. It could just be one of those things where, hey, talent landing spot's fine. Maybe he just doesn't fit into something that the coaches don't like. I don't know. You never know. Offseason could happen. He ends up in a new spot, a needy spot. Gets traded to Houston, for all we know. All of a sudden, he's resurgent. He does something. Get rid of him then. Um, Next one, Dwayne Eskridge. Phil, why don't we start with you on Dwayne Eskridge? I think you liked him pre-draft and go. I like Dwayne Eskridge. I think he can fit in that wide receiver three role. But again, next year, is Russ going to be there? I don't know. I think so. He's talking about these are the teams that he wants to go to for the second time. Um, I guess I'm going to stash him. I know the talent level is there. So that's a a big stash for me. A small stash for me, not big, small stash. I I did think that for his size, he was pretty physical too. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Uh, but, Chev, you going to stash or pass Dwayne Eskridge? Go. I, I'm going to pass on Dwayne Eskridge. I mean, if we can't get DK Metcalf the football, how are we going to get Dwayne Eskridge the football here? I mean, I, I mean, I know D, our, uh, DK gets a lot of the coverage on him, and Locke is going to take some of the coverage, but I just don't see Pete Carroll wanting to be that guy that throws to his wide receiver three a lot. 
He wants to run the football. I think we we know that's his kind of MO in the NFL. So mm-hmm. I'm not super thrilled to have Dwayne Eskridge on my taxi Fine. squad because I don't think you can finish your sentence though. <laughs> I don't think he is going to be one of Pete Carroll's guys either. Yeah, I'm actually gonna pass on Dwayne Eskridge too. And I know you're gonna say, why would you keep Cornell Powell, but not you know, not keep Dwayne Eskridge? I could see him in Kansas City getting more opportunities to catch passes than I would see Dwayne Eskridge getting chances to catch passes. Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, they spread around to their tight ends. You know, Freddie Swain catches passes. And then there's other guys that you've never heard of. You know, whatever. Eskridge is useless, courtesy of Shane Manila. I love it, Shane. Awesome. Um, yeah, so I'm going to pass on Dwayne Eskridge. And then, uh, all right, let's go with this one. Chev, are you going to stash or pass? Amon Ross St. Brown, another Lions wide receiver, and go. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stash Amon Ross St. Brown. I think he's carving out a role in that offense. I know there's not a lot of guys around him, but I don't see any, like I said before, I don't see anybody else coming from free agency to take over that wide receiver one, wide receiver two role and being excited to play for the Lions. Um, I heard he's biting a couple kneecaps, so uh, we're going to keep him stashed <laughs> to keep him away from my house. So we're going to stash him. Perfect. All right, and Phil, stash or pass? I'm in Ross St. Brown. Go. Uh, I'm going to stash right now because, honestly, right now he's, he's the wide receiver one on the team, to be honest with you even over Quintess Cephas. Um he shows he shows a little bit more uh pop in the uh in in the middle of the field when he catches the ball and he has really good hands. Um he's better than his brother Equinemia because he's put so yeah he's the he's the better brother of the two. So that's a stash for me. Um also there is a third brother Osiris St. Brown. I believe he plays for Stanford. Supposedly he is the best of the three from what I've been told. Um I guess time will tell on that one. The reason I put Amon Ross St. Brown on this list was because uh, Kevin, we all know Kevin, former contributor here. Mm-hmm. At the he said uh, to sell Amon Ross St. Brown. So I want to see what you guys said. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to stash Amon Ross St. Brown. I have him in a ton of places because he was just there so late in drafts. And I said, if he does anything with this draft capital, I'm going to be happy with it. I'm going to throw one more out at you, Sean. Bob said no, but I'm doing it anyway because I'm the host. This <laughs> one is for you, the Fantasy Gazette. Shevin, are we going to stash or pass Adam Humphreys? Adam Humphreys. <laughs> and go. Adam Humphreys is a guy that can catch any ball thrown to him. Mm-hmm. He will go every inch that he can into the seam and just run it down your throat. Uh, so I'm going to go with Adam Humphreys as a stash. Uh, I think he holds a lot of potential, and I heard he might be the wide receiver one for the Gazette. Phil, stash your pass, Adam Humphreys. Hey, Fantasy Gazette, I think you got one here. That's a stash, bud. Adam Humphreys is like – he's like dollar store Cole Beasley. He's get, he gets the job done on third down. No, wait, catches- Phil, Cole Cole Beasley is the dollar store. All right. <laughs> Adam compared Humphreys. to Cole Beasley, Adam Humphreys is like Macy's. Okay. So I don't even want to hear it about that. <laughs> but finish what you were saying. No, I, I, I really do like Adam Humphreys. I mean, to, to be honest with you, he doesn't, he, he gives you a little bit of upside for like third downs and like quick stuff. So, I mean, hey, why not? I'm keeping them. Yeah. Cause you can't sell them. No, me too. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, 
I have no problem with with Adam Humphreys. And the fact of the matter is he's a guy that you can plug in. And I feel better about plugging in than some guys I would find on the waiver wire. They have Terry McLaurin. They have uh, Curtis Samuel, who's been hurt all year, on and off the injured reserve list. And they have just a bunch of guys. I think, uh, what's the dude, Diami Brown, I think he's going to be something. He's a rookie six-round pick. They have like 18 wide receivers named Sims. So I don't even know who's what. <laughs> they got so rid of Sims Jr. Stop. He's got Cam uh, Sims. So fire up the slot god. Adam Humphreys. That's slot my boy. God. That was for the Gazette. That's what <laughs> they call him. The slot <laughs> That's it. See, Sean, did he, he didn't even have a graphic. That's good stuff, though. He's shaking his head back there. That's fine. I can do what I want. And you know what? If Bob edits this out, he's fired. No, he's not fired. Bob, you're not going anywhere. You can't so, fire Bob for free? No. Well, I can, but I'm not going to because that would be stupid. Um, so listen, just a couple more minutes before we head out of here. Before we do, I just want to say, you know, thank you to all of our listeners getting us to 1K. Make sure you check out our sponsors over at Underdog. Make sure you check out Dynasty Owner. Hey, if you're so inclined, check us out at Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Five bucks a month gets you everything a dollar a month. You're supporting us and you're in the group chat. Bother us as much as you want. Any questions, starts or sits, trading, DFS, it is all over there. But before we head out, Chev, I believe you have something for us, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, so I actually don't have a verse tonight, but I had an instance that came up in my life uh, this last week. Uh, there was a we, – we ran out the gym at the YMCA to a, a school that doesn't have a gym so that they can play basketball games inside because they're playing basketball games outside before. Uh, so I get back from a bus run, and they don't have a ref. And – I had stuff to do. I, I could have took the time and just not done it. I could have went to go what I had to do uh, outside of work, uh, but I decided to stick around and, and, and ref the game for them. Um, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. It, it really showed me why I was at the why. I was starting to question like, God, I've asked you, where do you need me? And you're not moving me. But all along, God had me exactly where he needed me. Uh, he knew those kids needed me more than – I needed to go to this event, and that's the reason why God had me at the Y. God had me at the Y because he knew families and kids needed me, and I forgot about that, and that game really showed me my why, why God kept me there. Uh, so even in your troubled times, uh, God's using you in incredible ways, whether you think it or not. I, I wasn't thinking that God was using me. I figured uh, God was working. He was trying to find me something different. I don't know what. Uh, but God has been using me the whole time, and I, I lost sight of that. So don't get frustrated. Uh, you're right where you need to be. Um, God will move you when he's ready to move you on to something bigger and greater. Keep grinding. Keep loving the people around you. Uh, there's a reason why you're where you're at. All right, Trev. I love it. Great words from great man. So, again, uh, make sure you check us out everywhere. We're available wherever you want us to be. And if not, go ahead, drop me a DM. I will try to get you get us on what what does it matter if if we're not you're not listening to us anyway so i don't know hey just tell all your friends to listen to our podcast watch it whatever so um until next time for pork chev i'm your host michael bauer be kind please rewind thank you for watching thank you for listening take us out of here sean thanks for listening to the dynasty rewind please make sure you subscribe rate and review and as always be kind please rewind